Welcome to Shelf Logic, the official podcast of the Maricopa County Library District. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Shelf Logic podcast. My name is Jennifer. My name is Tasha. And my name is Sally. And today we're going to be discussing anime and manga, sort of what we're looking at, uh, what we've been watching, what's new in the, the industry, and what are some of the things that you can interact with at the library that relate to those interests. So what have you guys been watching, reading, doing? Uh, so this season I've been watching a lot of Mashal. Oh, amazing. Oh, Mashal's so good. I really, really enjoyed its manga. So like the anime, I like needed it to live up to the hype that I was expecting. And it has. It's been delivering really well. Um, their OP is all about cream puffs, which makes me happy. Is it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like they cute. use a lot of cream puff imagery in their songs. That's so cute. And it's, it's adorable. I love their cream <laughs> puff dance. That's their ending sequence. <gasps> oh, my God. Ma- and really what's delivers. Mashal about? So it's... It's like a, a like a people who are just really muscular and like doing things. Yeah. So if you've seen One Punch Man, it's One Punch Man goes to Hogwarts. Oh. If okay. If you haven't seen One Punch Man, then it's just a really buff guy goes to Hogwarts. <laughs> Living in a world of magic where he's the only non-magic person, but his muscles make him an equal contender. In yeah, yeah, yeah. He can world. he can fly by just jumping really high. I that is that is magical. Oh, I love that. Why are cream puffs related to that? He just loves them. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, that's it. It's just his favorite, his favorite sweet. <laughs> you know, I'm interested with the jump to the anime. My concern is that the, the thing that I love so much about the manga is the illustrations and how funny they are and how it adds to the humor of the piece that they all have these little shocked faces whenever <laughs> he does something yes. super muscular. So I'm hoping that that humor carries over into the the art of the the anime i think they've done a really good job at picking good soundtracks that help with like delivering the humor um there's been like rap songs in it like it's been like very different than what i would have assumed would have been the music they played but it's been fun because it's had like words that timed well with the fight scene um and so that's been amusing to see like what song they pick next that is a little different because a lot of the the anime that I've watched, it's all like, it's always ballads. Like the OP is yeah. always a ballad or like a rock thing that doesn't fit with anything that's <laughs> happening. Like why does Fruits Basket have a, a rock ballad in the OP? Like it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> the tone but, shift is super weird. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, they're just in a normal high school. And then why was it so dramatic <laughs> in the beginning? They do that with sports anime a lot too. It's like this is the most intense thing, and it's it's just a high school. <laughs> Okay, like a high school sports competition. My new favorite sport anime though mm. is Blue Lock because oh, I like, haven't watched that yet. It like makes fun of how most sports animes are just you know the typical high school drama and just cranks that up to like a million degrees and like soccer is a life for them (laughs) like if they lose a soccer match they're like i might as well be dead (laughs) um so each soccer match is very intense and all the players are very committed to the match does it do the the same thing that usual that like a lot of sports anime does there's absentee parents that we only have one teacher who cares about us there's only one girl at the school, and she's the team captain for some reason, <laughs> she, even though she's not sports inclined. Like No, it actually takes a part. So, like, most sports anime, it's all about teamwork and working together. And, like, this one is all about being the most egotistical person <gasps> to succeed. I love that. <laughs> That's so fun. So they're all working on their ego and being more self-centered. <laughs> even though it's a team sport, because soccer usually, like... Yeah, yeah, they're all trying to be the striker. That's oh my wild. God. <laughs> 
Yeah, so usually it's, it's like, we're, this is the team. We're the team. We're building a friendship, a family with our team because nobody else cares about us except for our team members. No, it'll be like a important. team of like 10 strikers and like no goalie, no, no goalie. defender. That's amazing. <laughs> and they're all mad that they're stealing each other's spotlight. This is called Blue Lock? Blue Lock. Oh, I'm going to watch this. That sounds incredible. That's fantastic. It must have an anime as well, right? Yes. Uh, the anime was a winter anime. So it, ha- it was um, from August to February, I think is when it finished. Oh, okay. Oh, so that's the finished season. already. The first season is. Gotcha. Is Mashal done too or no? Mashal's airing right now. Okay. Um, so its season is the summer season. Spring season. Spring season. Oh, I love yeah. just came out. Oh, my God. Yeah, I think it's on episode four, which won't necessarily be accurate. <laughs> by, the time but, by the time it airs, yes. At the time of recording. Yes. It's on episode four. That's it. <laughs> Sally, what have you been watching? Um, unfortunately, I have been watching <laughs> Alice in Borderland, the live action, which I am deeply furious about <laughs> because I'm the rampage is coming, guys. I love Alice in Borderland, the manga. It is so incredibly moving. It is so deep in its exploration of humanity and death and guilt and mourning. And it's so complex. And it really gets these characters and it takes the time to develop these relationships. And it's so well thought out and so meticulous. And then they turned it into a live action and they destroyed every single good thing about this. It's so cheap and service level and bad. And I, it actively is ruining the reputation of this franchise for people. I have had people come up to me and say that they are going to read the manga because the live action is so bad. And it is, it's really bad. It takes all of the most meaningful moments of the manga and distills them down to their most surface level basic it it sucks all of the soul and the intrigue out of it and makes it very action heavy and i'm so disappointed because the manga is so beautifully done what is alice in borderlands about so alice in borderland is about um it's kind of about these this group of three guys at the beginning who are friends and they're kind of down and out kind of quote-unquote loser types for lack of a better term they all are kind of directionless for different reasons um the main character whose name is arisu (laughs) (laughs) yes um Um, he is kind of they play him this is so frustrating because in the live action they play him as a depressed gamer which he is not um or just a gamer i guess like a loser gamer but in the manga he's like genuinely like struggling with like genuine depression and a lot of like feelings of um feeling inferior to his much better like overachieving brother who is the golden child of the family so he's feeling very um worthless in his life and so they all kind of come together and get transported into this world mysteriously of borderland which is basically this crazy reality where you get uh you get days of your life you get to win days of your life oh okay based on whether or not you pass these challenges oh so they have these different sort are the of challenges squid game-esque yes very much so so they're okay. they're based on real life games so it's like poker or you know capture the flag or very basic games you'll probably be familiar with or you understand the yeah. concept tag i heard like a this. lot about the manga when squid games was really popular everybody really? was like if yes. you like squid games you should have you should be reading alice in borderland that's Yes, I it's definitely see that recommendation. It's definitely there's a game element to it and this uh aspect of 
you are forced to play these games because if you don't, your visa will run out and you'll they'll kill you. Are you are you set with a certain lifespan in the beginning, like when you're in the game, or like you get like I think you get like a week or something in the beginning, oh, okay. and then you have that amount of time to get into a game, and then depending on the difficulty level, you win a certain number of days. Wow! Or even like you win like five minutes. <laughs> yes, yes. So if if it's like a super like really intense game that you're probably not going to survive, you'll get the most. Gotcha. days of your life mm-hmm. and it's this desperate uh sort of psychological torture of joining these games not knowing if there's only going to be one survivor so you're joining with your group of friends and you might the game might be okay kill everyone else okay mm. so it's really psychologically complex and they've totally cheapened it with the live action and i'm furiously angry about it because it's so it gets so in the weeds and mm. it's really about you know, what are you going to do if faced with these life or death choices? Are you going to save your friends? Are you going to save these strangers who you might not know? Are you going to sacrifice yourself? Yeah, the or bigger just... horror of, like, what is being human and, like, when do you lose your humanity? Exactly. Interesting. Very much about that. I have a question. So the adaptation, do you think if you had no manga knowledge, would you have enjoyed the adaptation? Absolutely or is not. it? Okay. No, it's, it's just objectively bad. Yeah. Because <laughs> oh, really? I know there's, like, those degrees, like... The Avatar: The Last Airbender movie versus Terrible. <laughs> yeah, you know, like like all the degrees of an adaptation yeah. failing you. Like if you go in blind, blindly, yeah. maybe you'll still enjoy it. Like it's I think a... Blue Exorcist oh, is yeah. a really fun anime, and I really liked it. But people that like read the manga first are very disappointed in the very like thrown together ending that Blue Exorcist has. Mm, right. um, which like now I've read the whole manga and I could see I still enjoy both pieces of media. But I could see where somebody that was a big fan of the one medium was would then be let down by the adaptation. That I feel that way about Akira actually. Okay. I had seen I had the movie first, and it's a great movie. Everybody loves the movie Akira. But if you go back and then read the manga, oh my gosh, there is so much more to that story that you just it gets cut out for time in the yeah. anime, and it's a great anime. But oh my gosh, you're missing out on so much if you read this manga. You're like, well, why didn't all they? The de- all the depth is gone. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Why didn't they touch on all of this stuff? That it really fleshes it out. So, Remember yeah. when I finished watching that movie? I actually had to go online and like get more backstory for some of the things. So I was like, I feel like I didn't understand why that happened over there. <laughs> <laughs> you just kind of yada yada through some of the stuff that's very deeply explained in the manga. Yeah, <laughs> it's got like full books dedicated to it, and they just go, ah. Eh. You'll figure it out. <laughs> It'll come around. Do you yeah. think that the issue with, with the live action then is more of a production issue? Like, they just didn't have the money to spend on making it a good time? Or it was just... Like- That's a really interesting question. Because in the beginning, especially in the first episode of the first manga, um, they're, the first challenge or game they, they get thrown into, the main characters, is so unbelievably over the top. There is just mm-hmm. no physical way that oh, they could it. film mm. I mean, it would have to be like CGI out the... Like, there's fireworks involved. It gets out of control. <laughs> <laughs> it gets out of control. So I was really excited to see how they were going to... Uh, you know, raise rise to that occasion. They just completely didn't. They just scrapped. Oh, they it just scrapped it else. completely. Okay. And I I think what they did was still fun and still worked. It was okay. It's absolutely down to the characterization, the writing, the way that the characters interact, the way that the characters are played, because it's a lot more intimate and intense in the manga. It's very like the characters are always questioning themselves and like, oh, I'm a monster. Oh, am I? Oh. And then in the anime, they're like, oh, this is hard. <laughs> in the live action, they're like, they're just they're yeah, they're dumbing it down. <laughs> they're losers. 
because I don't like that. <laughs> so you mentioned uh, like them skipping over something that you thought would be difficult, like an arc or something. Yes. Um, I'm going to say this in the least spoiler way that I can. Um, Promised Everland season two, mm. a lot of the readers, their favorite arc of all time is the Goldie Pond arc in the manga. And they skipped that in the anime of season two of the adaptation. And it was revealed in such a way that it kind of like gave a nod to the audience of like, we know that this was Goldie Pond and we know we're writing it out. And then they skipped and moved on. Oh, that would be so frustrating. And then the backlash was so huge that I think they gave up on the rest of the anime because they were only making it a couple weeks in advance. So you could see the change in quality about like two episodes after like that backlash hit and it went tremendously down. And like I could understand potentially skipping the Goldie Pond arc right. because it has a lot of like new characters and that's hard to do in an anime adaptation. But like if you're going to change something so crucial, I think they should have been more straightforward about it. Like they should have announced it. They should have been like, "Hey, we're working on this." Like it shouldn't have been a surprise. Yeah, a, a little not tongue in cheek thing of like, yeah. "No, you get it, but we're not doing that." Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We wrote out all those characters. See? Oh. They used to exist. How frustrating. Yeah. And for those of us who don't know what is what is Promise Neverland and what is that about? Uh, so Promise Neverland, actually Sally's reading it pretty recently right now. I'm um, riveted. <laughs> <laughs> it is a book, um, it's kind of like supposed to be kind of like Peter Pan-like, mm-hmm. so the Promise Neverland, and they are all kids that are trapped in a orphanage and they're trying to escape, and there's something more suspicious and spooky, aloof about the orphanage that they are in. Uh, the first season of the anime is like a perfect shot-for-shot recreation of that that arc in the manga. And then after the escape, or trying to escape after all that, uh, the anime is garbage. <laughs> it, it does not exist. There is no such thing as season two of Promise Neverland. But season one, like, one best anime of the year. Wow. Like, oh, okay. So, Perfect. like, it, I still can recommend and do recommend watching season one of Promise Neverland. And then you should stop and start reading the manga. Okay. <laughs> or just read all of the manga. Do you think that season two, was it pretty much, do you think without that, uh, go- I keep wanting to say Goldie Hawn? <laughs> golden, 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 Goldie Goldie Pond. Pond. Goldie Pond. Yes. Yeah. Goldie Pond arc. Do you think if that controversy, controversy hadn't existed and they had just kept that, do you think everything else about season two would have been okay? Or is the whole thing just a disaster? Just throw it away. I think they could have worked it out. Okay. I There were some hints of a story that they were trying. Like, they were definitely changing the order of things, and they were moving things around, but they were still trying to kind of create the same mystery element. And I was intrigued to see what they were going to do, like what their new answer to the mystery was going to be, kind of like uh, alternate reality gotcha. of the Promised Neverland theme. Um, but when the backlash happened, they gave up on their new idea and stuff like that, and then literally it ends with a slideshow of like oh, wow. three different arcs being represented. So it, it is the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> they end in a slide like what do you mean they end in a slideshow? Like a like a PowerPoint presentation like of a what they were supposed to show. Like a PowerPoint presentation of like images from the manga just colorized of like <gasps> that were like crucial moments of the next like four plot arcs. Oh, I would be so One disappointed slide for each arc. It was terrible. It was terrible. <laughs> That's was that like awful. a whole episode or just like the end of the it last episode? It was the end of the last episode. Wow. They threw a slideshow. And then on. like a like a like an ending credit slideshow. Yeah, That's yeah. so bad. <laughs> For multiple arcs worth of content. Oh, I would be furious. Wow. That's that goes beyond. I still recommend season up. one. <laughs> <laughs> especially with 
with anime, you're putting in a lot of time, like watching yeah. it and waiting for the episodes to come out, and that would yeah. be so frustrating. And especially if you've already read the manga and you're so stoked to see how they're going to represent your favorite manga on on the big silver screen, <laughs> and then they freaking phone it in with a slideshow. Wow. Well, hopefully that studio gets bought out or they reboot it so they can do it again the right way. Oh, I would love if they tried it again. I don't know if people would be uh, brave enough <laughs> to to try again for quite a while. Once bitten, <laughs> twice shy. Exactly. <laughs> um, but we'll see. Okay. <laughs> That's wild. I didn't realize that was, that it was a slideshow. That's so bad. But the manga is done, right? The manga. The manga is completed. The manga, the last volume and a half, is a little bit rushed because okay. the sales oh, it, started okay. to drop after oh. season two. So they told them to like rush it and end it. Um, so, but like all of what the content that they did want is there. It's just a little rushed. Like you have to. There's more words in a panel, so you have gotcha. to like read. Like it's not as natural. A little bit, but it's still all there and it's all complete and it is a really good story. Okay. So I do encourage reading it. It's one of the few series I own every single volume for. Oh my goodness. I feel like that's worth it. It's it's a really, if you guys haven't read it, it's talking to the audience. That <laughs> <laughs> no, Promise Neverland's really good. The, it's the, first, really good. the first volume, I've only read the first issue and it was it was very, like the storyline is new. It feels new and intriguing and it's it's really fun. The reveal at the end of the first volume slash first shocking. episode yeah. is so good. It's I remember so when the good. anime released and like people would be like, have you seen it yet? You haven't? Yeah. Sit down. We're watching it. <laughs> We're watching it right now. I think I saw the first episode like five times because like wow. it was just with a different person. I'm like, your turn. Sit. <laughs> We're, We're all going to watch Promise Neverland right now. That's awesome. I yeah. love that. And then they would ask for more and they'd watch like the whole thing. Yeah. So. so highly recommend highly this recommend. series. Yes. The, when you said that you bought every issue, that's going to be with me with the thing that I'm watching right now. I I'm watch I've been reading You Know the Dawn. <laughs> I had to talk about this. This is I'm obsessed with it. I'm so happy for you. Oh, I went to a, a concert, like a three day concert, like festival thing, and every time like during the downtime, oh we have to wait for an artist, I'm gonna read an issue on my phone. Like <laughs> nice. I was completely obsessed with it. So for those of you who don't know, You Know the Dawn is a a like Warring States era shoujo um, manga. Shoujo where, action manga. Shoujo action manga, yes. Mm-hmm. Where you have a teenage protagonist who is in love with someone, and I'm not going to say what it is because Sally's going to have to feel some type of way about it. But so she's in love with a, this, this guy who um, and is in line next in line for the throne, and uh, she goes to her father's bedroom, who is the king of the of the um, empire that she is in, to find out that guy is is murdering her father, and she has to um, with her bodyguard go on the run and escape and try to get uh, earn her place back into the, the monarchy and it's so good if you if you like Inuyasha this is very on vibe with that it's it's like warring states era you have monarchy things you have magical mystery and um legends and stuff there are dragons in it there's it's a whole mystical realm of just girl power action and the character and development fantastic. is really good too yes like it's, it's so good all the characters are really well if you together. watched um, The Last Airbender, there's a dramatic haircutting scene as well. Like, it's very Prince Zuko. Like, we're going to reclaim it with a new haircut. Like, it's, it's very that. It's so good. And it's ongoing still, so you can still follow the, the series now. Um, the English translation is only up to volume 39. And the, the Japan version, Japanese, Japanese version is on issue 40. And it's showing no signs of slowing down. <laughs> so you have lots of time to, to get into it. Um, we were talking about anime adaptations before. 
I don't like it. <laughs> this is another bad one. Oh, I was so disappointed. I watched, like, I didn't like the, the people they chose for the voices. I didn't like the anime. The, the manga itself is beautiful. Like, think, like, Cardcaptor Sakura, Clamp, like, that kind of Dark art style. Dreamy. And, yeah, very dreamy. Sparkle. There's a lot of sparkles and bubbles and random roses everywhere. And, like, everyone's very, ah. Gazing into yes, each other's Yes, gazing into each other's eyes. There's a dramatic height difference between the main girl and all of her love interests. Like, it's very, very, like, that. And the anime just went, you know what? We're just going to just draw some stuff and put it on screen. <laughs> and you guys are going to have fun with this. And it, it was just not good. And it's like 15 episodes and they rushed through like 25 volumes in 15 episodes. Oh, that's so how you know it's fast. not going to be good. Yes. It was super fast and it was like everything was sped through and you're like, why are we meeting these people already? They are still supposed to be walking in the woods. Like, oh, yes. yeah, there's a lot of like just... There's a crucial volume to episode ratio that, like, you can kind of tell, like, Mm -hmm. when is it... And, like, sometimes it's okay for that to be higher than the ratio if it's, like, kind of, like, cutting down on filler or they're going to backtrack a bit. But it is always scary when you see that ratio be a high number. Absolutely. Like, they should slow it down. Like, Chainsaw Man did a really good job where, like, a lot of the episodes are just one chapter. Like, it is almost beat for beat. Wow. Exactly what is in the the manga, Mm -hmm. um, which was really cool to see. But it's, like, rare for me to see one that is so exact. Attack on Titan does that, too, where they they slow down a lot, and it's a lot of, like, let's spend time talking about these characters. Mm -hmm. With with Yuna of the Dawn, like... I, I, they did not get renewed for a, for a second season. So it's there's the one season where they do 25 things, and they kind of go, okay, we'll see you next time, and then there's just next time never comes. So oh, so God. there's a lot of, like, push right now in the community, especially since Crunchyroll has been promoting it recently for some reason. There's no explanation as to why. Because <laughs> it ended in 2014, so they're like, why are we bringing this up now? But um, maybe it'll get rebooted or added into second season. So it, we'll see. It does seem to be wildly popular, the yeah. manga series. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's gotten a resurgence lately or someone's talking about it or if it's just sustained this level of it's popularity. It's me manifesting it. Yes. <laughs> I think it has to do with the shoujo world and how like they tend to get app adaptations mm-hmm. over, a, over shonen series. Because I think the shoujo like in the manga has always been powerful and always sold well and has done really well. Um, but the anime they didn't know like if they'd get enough merch off of it yes I so agree. they they just kind of like throw like a lot of shoujo series will just get ovas or maybe a movie or a live action series instead um but it's really rare to see like a beat for beat really good adaptation for shoujo series like one of my favorite shoujo series is skip beat and it's I anime love skip beat. stops yes. in the middle of an arc like 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 she's just showing up to her new job and like she is trying to learn if she can do the role and then it stops like mid mid thing happening like it doesn't even resolve whatever arc they're in they're like we had 12 episodes this is 12 episodes of content and then they wow they quit. that's terrible <laughs> yeah that's wild and, and it does have to do with selling stuff though because it's easier sort of yeah. to sell like with shonen with shonen manga and anime you do get a lot of like stuff you have like here's a sword that someone can buy or like a toy that can you can make with a face with show with shoujo it's harder to do that because you're selling a feeling mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> Yeah, and yeah. it's why we're you're... selling romance. It's hard to do that in merch in terms of merch. It's a lot of keychains with yes, with them standing next to each other or yeah, acrylic yeah. signs. Acrylic. Like that's it. Yeah, it's why most of I think or the posters. shoujo like merchandise is like Sailor Moon because like the wands There's are merchandise. Right, right. Like that one has an image that you can do. But yeah, card captors too. Card captor yeah. does too, but yeah. I don't see nearly as much merch. It's all cards. That's it. <laughs> Just the cloud cards, cloud cards, and staffs, and you then get her a little wand. Yeah, and a keychain. That's it. Yeah. I, stand, I prefer a stand of her. Or the 3D models where they're just going, hello. It's a lot of that. But there's not a, like, a lot of substantive like, 
that Shonen gets. Yeah. They'll get a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. It is sad because a lot of the, a lot of the uh, content I like I loving Alice in Borderland. It's not made for merch. Like mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. something like a Sailor Moon. I don't know if they did this intentionally, but it almost feels. Looking at it, it almost feels intentional. Like wow, this is so perfect for merchandising. Sailor <laughs> <laughs> Moon's like a Power Rangers, you know, it like something with little yes. kids, yes. like friendship and battle. So good to like with the different uh, the different planets, different planet sailors, and they've all got different colors and different, and you can pick your favorite and get the whole kit. Almost in the same way that Dragon Ball Z is. Yes, like the same kind of yeah, same kind mm-hmm. of vibe. Or like a superhero, like you yeah. can pick your favorite, and you can really get merched out and yeah, 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 <laughs> and decked out. In them. Whereas in your favorites are psychological thrillers. Yes, <laughs> what are you gonna like... give the sense of dread? <laughs> <laughs> But the replica of the bomb they use. You can only play Donkey Rampa, and that's it. That's all you can do. This is the horse mask they yes. use in tag. Yes, that's the only thing you can do. Well, like even like a really popular one that I think that I see is like Death Note. Yes, but like yeah. it's still usually kind of only the Death, the Death Note. Note. Yeah. Like there's not like a whole bunch of things that they can do. Off Unless of it. you want like a giant poster board of that the of, of the characters. The yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ryuk. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Going, Hello. Like just standing there in your room, like that's or, it. Let's not forget the majesty of that Netflix remake, <laughs> which also not good. the The American remakes never are never good. Why are they? Why just the, watch the just watch right. the anime? The Cowboy Bebop, which a series that I love, the Netflix remake was terrible. Yeah. It was so bad. It was so interesting because you could see that like the actors really cared. Yeah, and, like they were trying. Like it was like this weird like. They almost did it. Yeah. Like, you could tell that there was a lot of care for some portions of trying to do a remake of Cowboy Bebop, but then they missed it on others. Yeah, it just, like, yeah. it was just right there, just not quite where it I, needed to be. I feel like as soon as it gets into Western hands, there, I feel like there's always certain levels of the ladder where there are going to be people who have no idea what manga is, have never watched an anime, are just so ignorant to this world and its culture and all of the little idiosyncrasies that go along. And if you're a fan of this genre, you will notice that. You are waiting for those things. Absolutely. And it's it's like going like, who is this fortune? (laughs) (laughs) We can see you, fellow kid. Like, we know that you don't know what's going on and it is very obvious. You see that a lot with video game remakes too. Like, um, even with Netflix doing Resident Evil, so bad. So bad. (laughs) Terrible. I'm I'm worried about this Bioshock (laughs) movie. I'm worried. It's interesting (laughs) that that, that they're, they're making more and more video game remakes recently. They are. Yeah. And you can see, like, some that do really well and some that do really not well. Like, The Last of Us did really well, but then, um, oh my gosh, the one with Tom Holland... Oh, um, Un- Uncharted. Uncharted. Yeah. Like, that one was just forgettable. Yeah. Um, it was just a Mark, Mark Wahlberg action flick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they didn't really stick to the characters that made the franchise what it was. Yes. <coughs> so we have adaptations that are good, bad. All of these are available for you guys to rent or read here at the library. Um, we also have certain things like clubs that you can interact with. Tasha, you want to talk about that a little bit? Oh, yeah. So um, here at the Queen Creek Library, and I know it's a couple other locations as well, uh, there are different teen manga book clubs uh, right now, we are reading One Piece, but probably by the time you hear it, we'll be reading Cells at Work. Um, I encourage you guys to check out different manga series in Volume 1 and to stretch your horizon of what you are currently reading. There is such a variety in manga that I think people don't really understand or a lot, or they judge the genre as just being one tone, but it's not. Like, manga 
is a whole art form, a whole literature form. Like there is action, there's psychological thrillers, there's a whole bunch of things within it. And even between shoujo and shonen, they both have range and genres within them. So if you haven't read something, try it out. Maybe, maybe you'll like it. Yeah. I always say like for people that are like, oh, I've never read manga or I've never watched anime. I'm like, well, tell me something that you do like and I can probably find an anime or a manga that's similar in tone and feel that you can like use as an entry point or try it out. So I encourage people to not be scared of manga. Yeah, anyway. absolutely. I would also just like to add this because I, I hear this come up a lot with people who are new to manga. Please do not get discouraged if you find it difficult to read right to left at the beginning. Yes. It is something that your brain is not <clears throat> used to and you have to get used to it. It's a skill you have to practice and develop. So if you're getting frustrated, understand that that is normal. It is something. <laughs> <laughs> Just stick with it. Your brain will get used to reading right to left. And there are also um, entry level sort of like... Um, for all ages, manga that you can interact that is read right to left. Like Chi -Chi yeah, there's some that they yeah. flip. Chi Chi's Sweet Home is an example of one. It's a, We have it in our teen section here. Um, I've just met a little cat who lives at home and does shenanigans with the <laughs> yeah. with the house, with the family. He goes and on he adventures. He goes on adventures in the house. Can I steal this loaf of bread from without them noticing? I don't know. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Yeah, that, and that's the entire thing. And you can read it right to left, and it's, it's totally accessible <laughs> if you're not used to reading anything else. Uh, just a side note, because you mentioned Chi Chi's... Um, have you guys read The Way of the House Husband at all? I've um, seen some of the episodes on TV, but I haven't watched it. Read yeah, any of the manga. The, if, if you read the manga, at least the first couple of them, they have a little side story that goes on throughout. Mm -hmm. They're sort of leaving this little side thing, like between chapters and stuff, and it's of their pet cat. Oh, and cute. the pet cat is also kind of like got mob energy, got like <laughs> energy, and he's so cute. And he sort of like escapes the their little house and then goes into people's backyards and like poops in their yards and other <laughs> cats get mad. <laughs> it's so cute. That's adorable. It's very cute. Troublemaker cat. Yes, yes. a little Yakuza cat. <laughs> so all of the titles that we talked about today are going to be um, different in age range. So I would just, if you're going to look at them, check to see what is appropriate for you and your reading style. But yeah, I think that's, Pretty much it on our end. Yeah. Anything? Any final thoughts from you guys before we wrap this up? Do not watch Alice in Borderland. <laughs> <laughs> please, please read *Unit of the Dawn*. I loved it. It's great. Come talk to me about it. I'll be at the desk at any point. <laughs> yeah. Feel free to come talk to me about any anime or manga that you're currently watching or reading. Yeah. I enjoy those conversations. Yes. We're here at the Queen Creek Library. I'm Jennifer. I'm Sally. And I'm Tasha. Thank you guys so much for joining our Shelf Logic podcast. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to Shelf Logic. Make sure to hit subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Follow us on social media where we are at MCLDAZ.